Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I am going to talk about this vote that's coming up, and that this ridiculous vote, and this idea that somebody in politics is going to clean it up, and that there's some big difference between the people in politics, and, and just show you the kind of money that the government has and why this corruption with things like Biden and this bullshit that's going on, it's never going to stop because there's too much money sloshing around. So now for people that don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for 30 years and I like to joke about being America's most trusted lawyer because nobody trusts lawyers. And so if you look at the list, I'm right behind Michelle Obama. (laughs) All right, let's get the show started. This vote is reaching a fevered pitch, and I was watching something on TV, and I was blowing through ads, and I sometimes I like to slow them down and watch some of the ads just to see what kind of brainwashing they're pulling, and they're running these oh, so many ads now about voting and needing to vote and candidate ads and all this shit that's supposedly going to happen if you don't vote one way or the other, and people don't seem to be able to catch on that if the way the conservatives push it is that if you don't vote, if you don't vote these Republicans, <laughs> that you're going to have this crazy communist socialist system will be implemented immediately uh, as soon as the Democrats get in. And they don't seem to be able to catch on to the fact that their entire spiel is about how the Constitution is what we need to get back to. And it it limits the government. It's about freedom and everything else. And then at the same time, they push this idea that if all that happens is that you lose an election, well, then you just lose all your rights. (laughs) They just go away. The Constitution doesn't protect anything. See, if the Constitution actually did anything conservatives say, then it wouldn't matter who was elected. It simply wouldn't matter because there'd be equal protection under the law and the government would be very limited. It would only do very limited things. But that's not the case. Anybody can look around and see. And in fact, the Republicans push this idea that if you don't elect them, that this other terrible thing will happen. But it makes no sense with the narrative they push about the Constitution. It's just such a fundamental disconnect. It doesn't make any sense to me why people continue to believe Republicans in this Constitution crap. All the Constitution's actually doing is, quote, legitimizing these people who go in there and abuse our rights. So all the Constitution actually does is legitimize people who trample on the Constitution. (laughs) The Constitution doesn't work. That's all. You can look around and see it doesn't work. And people that say, oh, well, the people have to enforce it. Well, we're not allowed to enforce it. We're not allowed to enforce it. Name something that people can do to enforce it. (laughs) Name something. There's nothing. All you can do is vote. Well, when both sides are in there not enforcing the Constitution, not enforcing the laws, just allowing to run wild, what good does the vote do? What good does it do? It doesn't do anything. The only way to actually enforce these kinds of things is by arresting people, throwing them in prison for the rest of their lives. Well, only the government's allowed to do that. You're not even allowed to talk about anything except for voting. You can't you didn't even talk about tearing the system down in any kind of violent way. That's completely illegal. But then the conservatives run around talking about the founding fathers who were violent revolutionaries. They said, look, these are our demands. If you won't meet them, then fuck you. We'll see you on the battlefield. 
And so the Republicans run around acting like tough guys, oh, for liberty, limited government. And then when I point these things out to them, the idea that the people can enforce this, and it's the people's fault is nonsense. <laughs> it's nonsense. It's the people don't have any power to do anything. I support the system where the people have power, which is the people just have to go up there and stop this. They have to end it all. But you can't get people to do anything. You can't even get a secession movement going that gets any kind of steam. If you can't even get that, how are you going to take the system apart? You're not going to. And you can't run and control a system and it has hundreds and hundreds of millions of people under it. The government are just too powerful. That's all. They're too powerful. They have basically an endless budget, trillions and trillions of dollars. And they just buy all these favors and people and that's all they do. And there's nothing you can do about it as long as you accept this idea that the government is a legitimate government over hundreds of millions of people. And I've made podcast after podcast showing the system simply doesn't scale. And you should just go listen to some of them. The system doesn't scale. That's all. You have a hundred times more people in it. It doesn't work. <laughs> that's all. And until people are willing to face that fact, nothing's going to change. This, absolutely nothing will change about it. That's just the way it is. And when I tell people you have to start dismantling it, well, what's your plan? Well, my plan is to start dismantling it. It needs to start being dismantled. You need to start getting secession movements going. Well, what's your plan? What's the plan? Like, they want to replace this piece of shit we have with something else. We need to get rid of it. You have to get rid of it first. Stop the bleeding. Triage this thing. What's the big problem we have? This absurd, overly intrusive government that just takes all of our money and just spends whatever it wants. What was the founder's plan in 1776? What was it? What, what's your plan, George? Huh? You don't have a plan. You have no plan. Oh, screw you. I'm going to stay with the king. It, that's the deal. You, you don't have a plan except for first we have to solve the problem. And the problem is that we the government has to go. It's too big. We have to break it up. It has to be way, way smaller. It's the only chance you have to ever have any real uh, uh, control over a governmental system because all a government is is the monopoly use of force legalized force. See, the government can come and arrest you, kill you, put you in prison, and nothing happens. They can do it all, quote, legally. But you can't do anything to these corrupt government officials. You have to stand around and wait for government to go and enforce these laws against government. And that never works. It can never work. There are no examples that ever working. I ask people over and over and over again, show me an example. Show me an example of a government actually cleaning itself up. There isn't one. All that ever happens is the government collapses and another government is formed. And, and as soon as you have that, you're always going to just have the exact same cycle again. And the people are fooled. Because you don't get a, you don't get a legit government. It doesn't come up and it's honest. What happens if it gets, comes up, you get a new government and you have a new set of people, slightly different front men, and the same basic people running it again. That's all that happens. It has to be broken up. But where is the example of any government ever cleaning itself up? Where is it? And people tell me about voting. Name one single problem voting is ever actually solved. It should be easy. There should be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of examples of all these different problems voting solved. If, in fact, voting is the solution and it's how people are supposed to uh, keep track over the government. There should be countless examples of how voting worked and solved problems. Where are they? <laughs> See, they don't exist. And instead, everybody's dragged off into this idea of, oh, it's these people, it's these individuals, Jeff Bezos and uh, Mark Zuckerberg, and, you know, Warren Buffett, and whatever the names are. They, these are 
these are irrelevant. These are irrelevant. They're fungible, replaceable items. If you get rid of the government you have now and you replace it with another government over the same number of people, you will have another set of people come up, maybe even Jeff Bezos again, who will get all these government favors and grow a gigantic thing and get power. Because the reality is the amount of money that the government has to corrupt other people and to scam is so much greater. It dwarfs anything individuals have. See, the government hands out trillions of dollars now. They're arguing about trillions of additional dollars in stimulus. Trillions. <laughs> but people don't ever sit down and do the numbers. If you just want to buy somebody's silence, you can buy huge numbers of people for just $100,000. If you just gave them $100,000, they'd do all sorts of things for you. You give someone a million dollars and you can buy virtually, for all practical purposes, almost the entire population. Of course, it's a significant percentage, maybe 5 or 10% of the people would require more and maybe, and maybe even a smaller percentage require even more. But with a million dollars, you could hand out a million dollars to a million different people a million different people you could hand a million dollars to with one trillion dollars. That's how much bribery, corruption, and influence they're able to purchase. And when you take that and you go overseas with the strength of the U.S. dollar, the amount of corruption and everything else you can buy is ridiculous. This is why the Bidens have been out there selling uh, uh, government influence for years and become very rich off it. Because they're able to, in effect, piggyback on these billions of dollars that the government's handing out all over the world totally unconstitutionally. What possible constitutional basis is there for us to be giving the Ukraine any money at all? Any money at all? And of course, that's not even part of the story. See, this Biden story is about how, oh, he threatened to do this or threatened to do that. and He uses influence in order to make his son money. Well, why isn't the story, how can there be money being spent in any of these areas? How? Where is the constitutional authority simply hand this money out to give them the opportunity to then lever up this unconstitutional money? That's the real problem, isn't it? If there was no unconstitutional money being spent by these fucking crooks up there, there'd be nothing to uh, leverage. There'd be no influence to fucking manipulate. You see that? See how that's no part of the story. It's no part of the story. That's the big story. The big story is that we're just handing out billions and billions of dollars no one's even heard of all over the world here and there, creating a fund for this and handing out a billion there and a hundred million there and 500 million there and this kind of project there. And all those things are fully corrupt. They're all insider government inside scams. You see that? All insider scams. Hi, this is Legal Man. If you enjoy the quash, support it. Go over to my Patreon account at patreon.com slash thequash and sign up. You get bonus shows, bonus material, and ad-free content. If you appreciate the unique perspective and information I provide, then support it. Go become a member. When you support the quash, you also help get the truth out there. Let's get back to the show. And all those things are fully corrupt. You see that? All insider scams. <laughs> so, you know, you can, you can corrupt 100,000 people with $10 million a piece for just a trillion dollars. And just think of how much being spent over and over, year after year after year. See, this all starts to pile up and accumulate. And this is why the system is totally and completely unworkable. It's not a matter of getting Trump in there with silly white hats supposedly working behind the scenes. This is what these Q fools believe. (laughs) When you point out simple facts like he hired Bill Barr. Bill Barr is a deep state rat. 
He's a deep state rat. In all likelihood, he's been career CIA. Just look him up on Wikipedia. Nobody joins the CIA for one year. Look at his history with Ruby Ridge. He's not a good guy for us. He's not on our side. And the fact that Trump brought him in just shows you he's not working on our team. Trump's not pulling for us. But there's so many people who, who believe this Q fantasy about how these guys behind the scenes in this secret military operation, they're all working and they're going to get it. There's hundreds of thousands of sealed indictments that are going to get sprung. I remember when they said that in uh, April, the lockdowns, how they explained that. They claimed that that's when all the bad guys were going to be rounded up. <laughs> okay, so they locked us all down, and guess what? No bad guys were rounded up. See, so all, any belief that somebody who's running around uh, making Barnum statements about helping you, who's a politician, is somehow going to fix things is a fantasy. That's a fairy tale. That's something children believe in. So if you... If you believe like a child and you behave like a child, you're going to get treated like a child. And that's what the government does. They treat the people like children. They tell them bedtime stories. They get them fighting with each other. And then they tell everybody, look, you better settle down back there and come together because we got to keep governing you. <laughs> and the people fall for it. And they tell me all about the freedom. But are you catching on? Are you seeing how when you have this much money that's being taken in, and it, most of it's being taken in totally unconstitutionally as well, forget the fact that there are literally hundreds of trillions of dollars in unfunded liabilities. See, they have all these accounting scams. They put it on the books, off the books. You can't figure out where the hell they're spending money. There's no way to know. But the problem is not these, these individuals that have money and, and try to get influence, they don't have jack shit compared to the government. The government is such a, it's so far and away the most corrupt thing, peddling all the influence everywhere and buying off people on every single side because they have virtually an endless amount of money. With just a trillion dollars, you can basically buy whatever you need all over the world. And they have trillions and trillions. And this doesn't even include the Federal Reserve, which has literally spent trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars already just to keep the market propped up in this completely artificial bubble where it's doing completely fine. It's near all-time highs. How? The economy is wrecked. How? Because the federal government has these systems where the Fed just, again, creates money out of thin air and buys endless amounts of influence and favor and makes people rich. They've spent trillions and trillions of dollars in just the last few months. Trillions and trillions of dollars in the last few months buying up bonds and funds and stocks. Well, guess what? All those people, think about the numbers I already showed you. Just think about the numbers I showed you. You know, a thousand people, 10,000 people, give you millions and millions and millions of dollars apiece. No problem over just the last few months. That's the kind of scope that you're dealing with when you're talking about the corruption that's going on, the utterly impossible situation it is to get a handle on it. That's why it has to be broken up. It absolutely has to be broken up. And it's not, a, it's not an answer to say, well, what's your solution? What's your plan? My plan is to break it up. We need to get secession movements. You have to get them. But look around. You can't get people to agree to that. You can't. They don't want to believe, see, that they are living in a situation where they must act. See, because these types of things don't come around that often. See, we're living in a situation that only comes around very rarely. Very few generations actually face something like this, where 
we are literally locked in our homes and the jobs are all being destroyed and everything's being taken over by government and people are just standing around acting like the vote's going to fix it. It's not going to fix it. That's all. It's not going to fix it. People don't want to face that fact. They just don't. And if you can't even get simple secession movements going, if you can't even start to break it up, if you can't even start a conversation to get rid of it, you can't fix it because the numbers are against you. Trillions and trillions of dollars they have every single year, more and more money spent to buy more and more favor. See, in the old days, the king had a limitation in that he could only soak the people of so much, and there was only so much gold and silver and other things that he could get. Well, now it's all digital. See, now it's all digital. It's just fake money. It's all made up. It's not backed by anything. And so what they do is they hand out billions and billions of dollars to friends and buy all sorts of favor. And the people can't see it because all that happens is it erodes your purchasing power slowly over time. It just slowly erodes it. And at some point it may erode it very rapidly, but it doesn't matter because by then it'll be too late. The people won't see it. But that's what happens. See, they, all, the, all, the, all the limitations that used to exist in the past are all gone now because it's digital. They can just put money in somebody's account. How do you know somebody can't, can't just have a billion dollars dropped into their account? How do you know? You don't know. It's completely impossible. They can just put a billion dollars in there, and through accounting tricks, you'd never know it. And through the Bank of International Settlements, which all this horseshit runs through, they just have a code, and they shoot the code out, and that's it. The money's now legit. How can you audit the system? <laughs> you can't. See, it used to be gold, silver, and actual products and goods. There was a limitation, and eventually the king would fall as a result of it because the people would be getting thrown into such poverty so quickly, so obviously. But now that's not the case with the digital system and the fake money. That's no longer the case. And people just don't want to face these facts because constitutional conservatives never tell them about them. They never talk about the real issues. What they do is keep everybody in this box about the voting and the Constitution, the Republic, and they just ignore all the actual issues about the fact that it doesn't scale and that the system we have is nothing like what the founders uh, created. Nothing. It's not even close. Forget all the scaling. They've changed all the systems themselves. And I did an entire show on that. I think it's called the... Our system is not what the founders created. But it doesn't matter because you can just look at the numbers I'm giving you. Any idea that a system like this with bureaucrats in there who's lived for years and you don't even know them, snakes like Fauci who come out, it's too big. It's simply too big. And, and nobody's ever going to scale it down because there's too much corruption built into the money when you have trillions of dollars. It's just people are just immunized. They're just habituated to these numbers. Oh, a trillion here and a billion there. It's real money when it's handed to you by the government. Like Joe Biden's little scammy deals with his fucking piece of shit son Hunter, right? They do all these inside scams. They make tens of millions of dollars. Well, tens of millions of dollars is nothing. Nothing in a federal budget. If you have a federal budget, the number one in the federal budget, if you have one of something, that's a billion dollars. It's a billion dollars. One. So point one is a hundred million dollars. Point zero one is ten million dollars. Point zero zero one is a million dollars in the federal budget. See, this is how unreasonable and unworkable it is. It can never be reined in. Ever. It can never be reined in. And it's just a fairy tale that anyone's trying to. Nobody's actually trying to. They're up there soaking the people because they look around just like me and they see a bunch of idiots running around supporting the system and they see, well, the game is government. 
get in there, get what you can, hand it out to your friends, make money because the people are idiots and they're not catching on. And the, and the system is never going to be able to survive in the long run. So why not get what you can? And see, and what, the problem is that every day that goes by and people do nothing and just think, well, I don't want to do it. I don't, okay, well, every day that goes by, the, the chance that you're going to actually have a, any kind of reasonable outcome goes down. More and more, they get more and more power every day. The people get weaker every single day. Every single day, the people get weaker. Every single day that goes by, every single year that goes by, they indoctrinate the kids with more bullshit so the generation coming up is more and more liberalized and idiotic and can't think. And, and so in another 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, it's going to be over. So you're just going to have all this idiocy running around. It's going to be normalized. So that's why it has to act now. You have to act now. You have to tell people. They have to listen to my program. They have to understand what the hell's going on. They have to. To me, it's quite clear they're not going to catch on. <laughs> but at least if you know what's going on, you're not getting sucked into it and fooled by it, and you can spend your time doing what you care to. So. <sighs> the numbers are too big, people. That's all. They're just too big. So. Well, I don't know how much more there is to say about it. I, uh, I did start a Patreon account. I hope people go over and look at it. I've got a whole new bonus show in there. And there's other stuff in there. And if people don't want to join, then they don't want to join. And then the quash will disappear, <laughs> along with Legal Man. But until then, follow me on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Law Review. And uh, listen to the quash. It comes out on Thursdays. And you can subscribe to my podcast. I make bonus shows like I made this one for Sunday. My Patreon account is patreon.com slash the quash. Go over and check it out and sign up. Or don't. <laughs> all right, that's all I'm going to say. That's the end of my show. I appreciate anybody who's joined the Patreon. Thank you. Otherwise, have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Take it away.